Welcome aboard, everybody. Get them on side for another week post-Origin. And uh, now we start to turn towards... We're into the, the back corner of Flemington, Chiquita Lodge, as we... What are you doing, keep, Joel Keep, keep padding. Keep, <laughs> keep padding here. Padding. Something's going so, on. So, look, I'm no under siege here. My wife is at a phone shop as we record, and she's desperately driving me mad. Joel Kane, Sean Omerod, good morning bloody to you. thing through. So, I'm under the pump. From you, I'm under the pump from Mrs just, Kane. You've had a massive week on the punt, a yeah. great week. Great week. Right. You, you got a lot of origin love, and here you come huffing and puffing and cranky. Mm. I mean, you hogged Alex Volkanovsky, who will join us a little bit later. It turned out to be a Joel one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> he was the only one that knew we were recording at 10.30. Sean and I here. were kept out of the loop. Kept out Mate's of the loop. Something's going outside. on here at Sportsbet. Get him on side. There's a little... It's just a little... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> faction... Yeah. Cam, the producer, and Joel, uh, the uh, quasi-host. Mm. So you continue to just do your little personal the, business. The while QH. We... <laughs> the qu uh, how are you, gentlemen? Yeah, oh, we did have a good weekend on the punt. Uh, it was a terrific weekend, wasn't it? Did you find that, the rep round? Yes, but because I was in Perth from Thursday, which was lovely, I kind of I, I watched a bit of the some of the test matches, but I wasn't... Because we had a yeah, group yeah, dinner, yeah. and so I kind of missed a little bit of, you know, the joy of it. But I, I'm disappointed that this is the end of the rep round. Yeah. Tell us, I'm more interested in this group dinner and how that played out. This group dinner seems to have gained a lot of attention. So it was the Triple M crew. Mm. They have a... Uh, the, the man who runs the show comes up from Melbourne. He's you, and he runs Triple M Sport. And, and he believes in something called Night Zero, which is night one before the... You know, te the test is day yeah, yeah. one. Oh, that's great. You night Zero tonight. is the sort of bonding session. Well, Brilliant. it was just a very good Chinese meal yeah. at a place at Northbridge. Oh. And, <laughs> I love that idea. Stinks of the corporate credit card. Oh, oh doesn't yeah, it yeah, just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't adjust. Who's in charge of the wine list? Is that is that your sort of domain or? No, I tend to stay away from that. I tend to waste the company's money in other ways. So I let the other, Cigars. I let the big dogs know. Oh, the company's never paid for a cigar of mine. <laughs> well, okay, you want to know? The meal cost three hundred and ninety-two dollars for eight people. That's all right. That's a Not fantastic meal. The, so the lazy Susan didn't get that fit. Not well, it had a fair run. Yeah. It had a fair run, but good value for money in, oh, in doing Perth. The, you're doing then the there was a drinky poo right. afterwards, Joel. Yep. That, that's the beautiful thing about the Night Origin is that uh, you can, you know, just ease into Sunday. Off. Oh. Sunday. Mm. Uh, look, so you got to get it, this is you got to get into this, Joel. You're the sort of group leader. You can organize yeah, this yeah, at we will SCN. do that. SEN at Brisbane. I can imagine you and Jimmy Smith and uh, Vossi. <laughs> well, Brandy's busy. Asking you shall receive, Dan. Okay. Shall receive, Fine. Jeez, you're a bit cranky for I'm a guy who's coming off a I'm great week the on the punk. He's huffing and puffing. Oh, I just want to I'm worried about that, Beanie. Now, for those, for those we should we need to mention, we are wearing beanies. For those watching us on KO, oh, yeah. YouTube, wherever else, beanie for brain cancer around. Sports bet behind it again for the sixth year in a row. Yes. We're aiming for... About 60 tries this weekend, 1000 bucks a yes. try. That should tip us over 400000 bucks raised since we joined forces. So they're doing amazing work down there. Again, we're happy to be involved. Well so we just want to sit back. You want to be back in the overs yes, this weekend. Yeah. Uh, did we enjoy Origin? I know you enjoyed the punting aspect of it, but um, uh, very quickly, because we have to move on to other topics, mm. uh, it was loud at Perth. I don't know how it came through. And it felt a lot faster than the first game in Sydney. I found the start of the game a little bit flat. I think both teams weren't probably at their best. New South Wales looked a little bit cagey, obviously knew they had to win. Um, but when they clicked in the gear, they more than clicked in the gear. Um, but how did you find the the, fir the first half didn't really have that origin hot start, so that maybe the atmosphere mm. made it feel a little bit hotter. It didn't really come Is through the, the TV like that. I, look, of oval grounds, that's the best of them. Yep. Because it's built up. So you don't feel that far away and the noise is held in. But just, I hate rugby league at ovals. Mm. It's just the not watering the of the lines didn't help. They were slipping over all the time, weren't they? It was... You, oh, the pitch was in, the pitch was in all sorts. The weather yeah. in Perth was magnificent. Yeah. It was a bit chilly. Sunday was the warmest day, about 23, 24. But, I mean, it was, would, would have been 18, 19, the three or four days. Not a drop of rain. No. Mm. How did it get... How was it so, so dropped up? They, they were trying to water down the AFL lines. That, that's, that's what caused the issue. AFL. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's now let Joel take the new ball. He's got the red cherry. He's walked back to the side screen because he's going to take a long run up here. This is our big topic of the day. 
There's a big, big loophole in this game of rugby league. And you know what? I'm surprised the clubs aren't better factoring in for it. Now, here's the example. Now, last year, how on earth can Tevita Pangai Jr. end up at the Penrith Panthers? You know why? Because towards the end of the year, they've got $100,000, $200,000 in their cap. If he's to play grand final day, you've paid $100,000, $200,000 to have whatever you value him at. $500,000, $600,000, player in your team. It is the greatest little loophole in the game. He wasn't even going to stay there for next year. So for me, if you're running a club, you purposely leave uh, $100,000, $200,000 there. Mm. And hypothetically, the longer you leave it, the better player you can have represent you on grand final day. So they have got it right where they are putting a notional value on the player because they're not there for the full year. But where they're tripping themselves over, you also have to put the pro rata amount on what's in your cap. So, for example, if you've got $150,000 in your salary cap and you're two-thirds throughout the year, then all of a sudden your salary cap is only worth 50000 left because we've already got through two-thirds of the year. It is so obvious and, again, stupid things in the game. It is ridiculous <laughs> that Mark Gaznier comes back in 2010 for the Dragons. It's ridiculous in 2020 that Sonny Bill Williams comes back for the Roosters. It's about a Pangai Jr. last year. And this is pushed back to August. We can still see players like Lodge who fictitiously will find themselves in a grand final. It is stupid. It is completely stupid. So um, that is an easy fix. You're Thoughts? only saying that, Joel. I think you're right. But you're only saying it because they're going to good teams. No, yeah. but it's only going to apply to good teams. I understand You'd only bother spending the money it. if I understand you're a good team. But if West Tigers bought Matt Lodge for the same price, same notional value, you yeah. wouldn't say boo. It's a non-event. It's a moot point because they can't make the finals, right? It's, it's, but it, people so are you're discriminating against the good teams. You're saying the rule's OK. No, it's a moot point. It doesn't matter for the West Tigers. They just If they did it, they're stupid for burning money. Joel, don't hit me. <laughs> Secondly, you're right. I would cut it off at some point. When I say cut it off, I would cut the notional and say, right, uh, you get half of the notional value mm. at, at worst. So, if, so I, 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 I would, if, you, if it was up to me, I would say once round one is kicked off, no one could move clubs within a season. That's me. That's, and that wouldn't fly. But basic math, if you are on the cap and you let go Ronald Volkman, who hasn't played a first-grade game, and they let another kid who hasn't played a first-grade game, they may combine for 300. How on earth can you end up with a player whose market value is between six and 800000 I understand. It is so easily fixed. Anyway, that's my The same state. for everyone, though. So if, if all the top teams can do it, then it doesn't well, it cancel. Well, they can. Yeah, so, so doesn't it just cancel each other? So have we got a salary cap? We haven't, because on grand final well, we day... Do, you're but it's still getting calculated. Yeah. Mm. So then <laughs> one of two things is stupid. The game I, I what we do, yeah, or, or for other clubs <clears throat> not doing it. Parramatta, all the, you would purposely at the start of the year leave 150 to 200, or release a player who's never looked like playing first grade, and then all of a sudden you've got to tilt an $800,000 player up for grand final day. What, it's stupid. What business are we in? Entertainment business. Optic business. Uh, narrative it doesn't, optics. The narrative of the optic doesn't really look that good where you've got potentially players going to a team that's second on the ladder. A, a key player's just gone down. All right, let's pinch Cameron Munster. But mathematically, it. right, the Knights could actually say, listen, we can't yeah. make the finals. We want to save $200,000. OK, uh, Melbourne Storm, do you want Carolyn Ponga for five weeks? Yeah. Dealing oh, in dealing hypotheticals now. So but that, that's yeah, I know, I know, I know. But we do uh, have a cut-off for June 30. Do we bring the, the cut-off forward, say, to May 31 or April 30? My mm. point is that... I get what you're saying. Fair, you need to pro-rata how deep you are into the season alongside what you're currently doing. Otherwise, it's just a raw... Hang on, hang on. So they, they are pro-ratering. That's the, the problem. Yes, but you're not pro-ratering the season. So if you've got 100,000 left oh, in the cap and we're two-thirds in it, you shouldn't get the whole 100 yeah. still. Well, we're not two-thirds into the season. We're less because we're only... Well, oh, 15, we're only halfway through the season, yeah. really. 15 rounds of, of a 30... 25 rounds? 29-week comp. Mm. So really, we're only ha halfway yeah. through the comp. I agree with that aspect. And, yeah. in fact, if they did it that way... He wouldn't be eligible. He wouldn't be. So, therefore, I'd cut it off at the halfway point and say, at worst, you can get half of the bloke's notional value. Yes, and, and half of oh, what well, you can agree. Is. Okay, we agree. Yes. We agree. I think we all agree. Thank yeah. you. <sighs> Why are we arguing, then, if, we, uh, <laughs> if, if we're agreeing? Hey, let me get the Optus shop update. Uh, yeah, never okay for time. But... Okay, let's, let's now shoot a deer. Sean Ormerod says he is uh, ready to go with a Bambi. So yeah. let's fire up and uh, load up the gun. 
And this one is a little bit of a retro Bambi. So we've got to cast our minds back to uh, game one of State of Origin here. When I was at the stadium, I didn't see in game two if this actually occurred, but it did uh, pique my um, interest again. When the national anthem was getting played in game one, the three referees, Ashley Klein and his two cronies, actually linked arms. Oh, no. Sort of, you know, brought, I, I could <laughs> see no. Ashley Klein flexing no. his muscles and he brought his boys in <laughs> nice and tight. Lads, you link arms. The players link arms because oh, they're about dear. to take the first hit up the state of origin. They're about to kill someone. They're about to knock someone's head off. They're not about, <laughs> to, blow, they're not about to blow a whistle wow, a and one. potentially put a flag up. Okay, so... Uh, linking arms, no, not for the referees, for the players, See, please. You wonder why refereeing ranks in the kids' game is going down. It's people like Ormerod <laughs> just absolutely taking a mallet to referees. A bit of bonding, a bit of... Uh, no, no, no. OK, what's worse, that or the warm-ups oh, down the hill? That. The hill. That, that, that's the most egregious. When they take the warm-up, when they go as close to the hill, the most, the yeah. angriest fans you can get... I wouldn't do and it. ...and do their calisthenics. I would not do it. <laughs> there was no way in the world I'd do it. Uh, poor refs. Joel Kane, have you got a little Bambi for us? No, I've... I've that's OK. I've, no, that's OK. I've, I haven't got a Bambi. Just his whole morning's been one big Bambi. No, yeah. he did well with Matt Lodge. I'll, I'll let him off with that one. Mm. And he also carried the load on this uh, a few moments ago. Um, obviously without the knowledge of Ulmerod or Ghanai. <laughs> so this is how it happens, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, this please. is how it happens. Uh, but it used to be my podcast with Peter Sterling, and then Kane came in, Who is the then Ulmerod came in. Yeah. That's right. He, The faux leader of the show, Joel Kane, <laughs> caught up with Alex Volkanovsky, our great UFC man. Now we're joined by the UFC featherweight champion of the world. Not often do you get to do that. And the great Alexander Volkanovsky, the great, is there live in Las Vegas. How are you, Alex? I'm very well, mate. Very well. How are you? Mate, outstanding, but we'll get better. Now, set the scene. Uh, you're there in a little pocket in Vegas. How's the build-up been? Where exactly are you? Uh, we're actually got this uh, big joint. I've got this big property with, like... 20 rooms, 30 beds uh, with a whole crew of us, you know, all the guys uh, obviously were from Freestyle Fighter Gym, guys from Sydney Kickboxing and uh, our physios and all the coaches and uh, yeah, we're not too far off the, the, the strip but you know, we've got our own pool, basketball court mate, you know, we are just soaking it up uh, it's good to be here, all feeling good nothing but good energy and uh, ready to do work this weekend I tried asparagus once, didn't like it, but I gave it a go. I gave it the benefit of the doubt. I went back the second time, awful again. Holloway has been to the world twice. Why on earth would he want to go back for a third time? Man, like, uh, hey, we're all competitors, right? We're, you know, that, that competitive instinct. You know, he wants to try and get that belt back. I'll do, if I was in his position, I'd be exactly the same. You know, I mean, that's just how it is, you know, and he's, uh, that's why he was stubborn made sure no one was taking that number one contender spot from him so he could get a third chance the only reason why he's getting it you know what i mean so uh you know he's uh he's sort of lucky to be in a position he is um but at the same time he, he still earned it there's no one else he showed he's the he's the number one contender and he's the next guy so he gets another chance but hey uh, like you said uh you know if it, it tastes bad the first two times. I think it's going to taste bad the third time too. You know, nothing's going to change. Exactly right, Maxie. I'm not having asparagus for the third time. It's not going to taste good. I know that much. Uh, now, if you win this featherweight champion of the world, you remain. Now, there's talk around you going up to the lightweight division. Is that the case? Yeah, man, that's something I definitely want to do. I've talked about it a few times. I've never really called for it, but I'm starting to call for it. I think that's next. You know what I mean? I'll go out and take a Max for a third time. Um, you know, that puts me in a good position to start asking for stuff. And, you uh, you know, Dana Wyatt, uh, the president of UFC, has said it himself. You know, like he goes, mate, if he wants that, he can get it. You know what I mean? Like he's uh, he's putting himself in a position he can do whatever he wants. You know what I mean? So, yeah, keep him busy and doing what I'm doing and, and taking out the guys I'm taking out, you know, puts me in a good position not only to look after my family and legacy and all that type of stuff, but, you know, uh, I can, uh, you know, I can call for things, you know what I mean? It puts me in a good position to see what I want and then give me what I want as well, you know what I mean? Uh, I'm not a greedy man, but I want another shiny belt. 
Well, we're greedy back home here. Now, we happen to be recording this just next door to the shiny new toy, the Sydney Football Stadium, when it goes back up. Is there any chance we can have the great Alexander Volkanovsky fight locally here at one of these big, great stadiums? Oh, man, I think that's, uh, yeah, definitely. That's something that's what I want. And uh, as I just said, you know, when I, when I go out and do what I plan on doing this week, I feel like I can call the shots. So, uh, you know, that's something I'm definitely going to call for. I, I want to I want to defend that belt or I want to fight for a belt, whatever it's a lightweight title, whatever it is, I want to do that in Australia. And, uh, you know, uh, and uh, sell out a stadium arena, whatever it is. But a stadium would be credible and... Um, that's something that, that I would probably ask for as well. Well, Georgie Cambosis had it in, and you'd have exactly the same thing. It'd be great scenes here in Australia. But you mentioned the plan. Now, what is the plan? How do you see yourself winning this fight? Does it go the journey? Is it a points decision again? Do you knock him out in a particular round? How does it play out, Alex? Man, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a tough one. You know, I've, I've said this before in a lot of my, my, my other fights with him that, uh, you know, I'm going to finish him. And I just said that because I knew that's what people would I always knew that he's durable and he's hard to finish. He's got a granite chin that he's known for. He's known for this chin. Mm. So for me to just say I'm going to finish him, it, you know, it's a, you know, it, it, you'd be sort of foolish to say it. But he does take too much damage. I've touched on that. He's uh, took a lot of damage in his last fights as well. And that chin can't hold up forever. And where I'm at right now, not only skill-wise, everything, my headspace, all that type of stuff. Uh, the, what I'm going to capitalise on them opportunities, because I'm going to find that chin. I'm going to find it hard. And let's see if that chin holds up. If it holds up, that gritted chin would be legendary and uh, <laughs> people still be talking about it. If yep. not, I finish it. Because I'm telling you one thing, I can promise you I'm finding that chin and I'm going to find it regularly and I'm going to find it hard. Yeah, so, I th uh, let's see if it holds up. I think what the listeners really want to know, Alex, is what round will you find this chin in? That's what we need to know here. I'm finding it every round. <laughs> and now I'm finding it every round. It's up to you guys to see if this chin holds up. Beautiful. So put it this way. I'm finding it. Beautiful. We landed big on it. Uh, so uh, it's up to you guys to get what, what, what round. But again, he has showed that he's durable. We both showed that we're durable. We both show that you know we're obviously high level fighters with high fight IQ so you know to say that you're just going to finish someone easily would be silly to say that for, for him to say that and for me to say that but it definitely has a potential of uh, being finished and a fight of the night contender uh, big card Adesanya on the same card how do we expect him to go man uh, yeah, I think he's just going to be too much man Izzy's uh, on a whole other level uh, you know uh, I uh, got respect for Kenanir but I mean Izzy's going to go do his thing. You know, I'm repping his shirt right now, you know what I mean? I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to being on the same card as him, you know what I mean? Uh, this is huge for, for our region, you know what I mean? So, you know, you, you'll probably never see something like this ever again. So it's a pretty incredible. Well, we haven't seen it yet, you know what I mean? So this is going to be the first time you'll see two champions from our side of the world fighting on the same card, co-main and main event. It's incredible, and uh, we're both going to be doing a good showing. And, you know, I know uh, Izzy will be uh, finishing the, the night with a, with a bang. Awesome. I'll start to finish with bang. Yeah. And then he'll finish it with a real bang as well. Bang, bang. Love that. Uh, now, just bang, uh, bang, before, we, before we let you go, before we let you go, the great Gorilla Gorilla was involved in the Blues camp. You'd be very pleased to see that we got the win in game two. Uh, did you get to see the game? Uh, I didn't because uh, I was in a, I was over here uh, in America. So it would have been like probably three in the morning or mm. something like that. Uh, so I wasn't able to, to stay up for it. But uh, it was funny because I, uh, I know you'll probably see it on the, on the Embedded um, tomorrow. I was wearing um, this maroon shirt, <laughs> maroon shoes oh. on uh, Saturday. I was going to take it to the, to, the, to the fights. And then I remembered it was Sunday in Australian State of Origin Day. I was wearing it. I was like, that's it. I'm taking it off. <laughs> because there's no way I was wearing maroons on, on the State of Origin Day. So... Uh, it was, uh, yeah, I missed it, but I mean, obviously, I, 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 as soon as I woke up, got on the social media and seen what happened and yeah. seen that the, the Blues dominated. What was that experience like being part of that uh, crew? What did you do with the team? Oh, man, it's, uh, man, it's been incredible. I mean, we've done a couple of weeks uh, at City Kickboxing as well, so the energy was good then. You know, that's why we went there as well, obviously, for the, the training partners and, 
um, obviously the high level training and things like that. But I mean, just to feel that energy and you know that team camaraderie and you know what we're going to feel fight week, what we're going to feel fight night. Uh, so it's it's been incredible, man. And even uh, going seeing him, uh, there's four of us that are, that are fighting this week. So he's already fought. That's one. Uh, Brad Riddell's going to make it two. I'm going to make it three. He's going to make it four. It's going to be a clean sweep. So I cannot wait. Uh, to celebrate after that as well. Uh, I love that. Final question to celebrate. Last time you were over there, you celebrated. You went to the Las uh, Vegas Raiders up on the big screen. You had the belt there. It was great scenes. What's the plan of attack? You win this one. Is there somewhere you're going? Oh, man, there's, uh, there's nothing big on at the moment. Like when, when we're talking about no, uh, no stadiums to go to, I don't think there's any big uh, sporting events. But, I mean, it is International Fight Week over here. It's uh, 4th of July. A couple of days after as well so um there'll be plenty happening we're going to soak up everything soak up the winds because we were here for a few days everyone's here for a few days so uh we've got a big joint here so we'll be uh, celebrating here fourth of july i'd say uh soaking up the strip straight after the fight uh we'll see what's in store but i mean we've got an after party uh plan so we're going to enjoy our victories and uh, enjoy ourselves and probably come home with a hangover but <laughs> we will work Okay, next time we have the chat, it won't be before the fight, it'll be at the after party. That's what we really need to see. Uh, but Alexander the Great, Volkanovsky, big fight coming up, Max Holloway. Max, I'm telling you now, the asparagus will not taste any better for the third attempt. Uh, go well, Alex, we appreciate your time here. All right, I appreciate you guys. Thank you. All the best. Uh, there he goes. The clean sweep. Izzy's going to go bang. Uh, Alex is going to go bang. The great Australian. Let's get him back here. How good would that be? More to come. Looking forward to this on the other side of this. Same game Baldy for tonight. Thoughts on Panthers to win 13 plus? Uh, well, probably not. There's a few injuries this week. Well, we're going back. Cheers, see ya. See ya. Make it look easy with Sportsbet's same game multi. More markets and bigger odds with Sportsbet. Uh, let's get to some games, shall we? Um, full round and normal schedule. We start on Thursday night. Manly versus Storm, their second meeting in pretty quick fire time. Melbourne won a pretty ordinary game a few weeks ago, 28 points to eight. They were hardly troubled. They're warm favourites at Brookie, $1.37 to $3.10. Although, Sean Omerod, I see the line has come in. It was nine and a half mm. before the teams were named. I see the teams are named. I know Felice Kafusi is out for family issues, but it's coming to seven and a half. Yeah, so I think the opening line was a little each way bet regarding Cameron Munster's availability. Now, apparently, he left uh, Optus Stadium in a sling on Sunday night. Yeah. Um, was seen in Brisbane Airport without a sling, but apparently went for scans. You would, you would, I'd be shocked if, if he wasn't 105% fit that Melbourne Storm would risk him here. Yeah. Shortish back up. They've obviously got a big run in um, to finals coming up. So I, I suspect, and the market's sort of telling us that, nine and a half into seven and a half. So we'd think Munster's going to drop out. Pappenhausen is named on a uh, extended team list. Mm -hmm. I think he would come in. Of course he would. Which makes it a much better looking Storm side. Absolutely. But with no Munster, and that, I'm, I'm tipping here with Munster not playing, I... I I've just got to be just in the way of the manly side here at really? home. You know I'm sick for a home underdog. Um, and there's no reason for me to get around it again. Yeah, I, I found this really hard. They've won the last six with Melbourne Storm against Manly, but I've done exactly the same as you, Sean. I'm banking on Pat being back. Yep, he yep. missed last time for COVID, so there's no reason why he won't play. So Meany goes to six, we think. Does he go to six, Meany? Is that uh, oh, I haven't given that much thought, potentially. Yeah, but he's done I, it before. By the way, Pap's playing, Munster's not, as we record. That's what we think. Oh, dear. Uh, I'll go the Storm, but it's bang on. The line's exactly right. If you want a try scorer, uh, Justin Olam, he has scored nine tries in five games against the Manly side, and you, he's going to love taking on Harper. Mm. I noticed that you're all over him. I like Jerome Hughes for an anytime try scorer, 335, especially now that Munster's not going to be there. So I, I'm far more confident about Melbourne. Manly 0-7 uh, this year against top eight teams. Um, and Melbourne, what about this for a stat? Versus teams out of the eight, 31 of their last 32 they've won. The one they lost was around 20 2020 game when they rested all their blokes against St George and Lawara. They don't lose these yeah. games. Now, 
Their task is to win by eight or more. I think they can still comfortably do that. I t Mainly, I'm not sold on, and I reckon that loss to the Cowboys was a, a real heartbreaker, Ugh. even though it was two weeks ago now. So yeah, one more time, I've got Melbourne. Who have you got against the? You've got Manly oh, against I'm going Melbourne. Melbourne. I'm going Manly. Okay, let's go to Friday night, six o'clock, Newcastle versus Gold Coast. I'm looking forward to heading up the M1 for this game. Um, well, because it finishes at eight. Uh, a touch of sarcasm there. No, no, no. I haven't been to Newcastle all year, so I love Get the Newcastle. Train up there, bossy. Hey, get the train up there. No. <laughs> I'm thinking, no, I'm trying to... Ha, ha, yeah, but he, I bet he did that in an afternoon game. I'm not getting the train at 8.30 at night. Yeah. Oh. Take you off. I'm not that big much of a tough guy. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Knights have lost 10 of their last 12. They've lost their last five home games. Geez, you'd be filthy if you're a Knights fan and you've gone to all their games because the last five games at home, they've scored four tries. Oh. You haven't had many chances to cheer. Gold Coast, similarly, just as bad. Five straight losses... 0-7 away and 1-3 and when they're up at half-time. I think this has Gold Coast, Newcastle, half-time, full-time potential. Uh, $1.85, $1.95. Joel hasn't learned to cough away from the microphone. Um, I know, but you've got to just okay, cover it. Right, I play them. You've got to... But you've been... Thank you. Uh, we're just playing pick em here. So straight up pick em. The start is very even, so... We here are just picking a winner. I'm mm. picking Newcastle, Sean. All my right. Uh, again, I don't know what the crystal ball is doing down in the NRL when they're selecting these five uh, Friday night 6pm games. But time and time again, they are finding the perfect slot for the <laughs> most horrible game of the weekend. This is such a low game. No ponger. Uh, Gold Coast. Tex Hoy, the fullback. Tex Hoy's fullback. Gold Coast have been so bad this year. It's be almost beyond words. Haven't won a game on the road, I don't think. And Justin Holbrook just just keeps on rolling out the same mm. the same 13, 17, week after week after week. Now, what's that saying about the, the definition of insanity? Yep. It's exactly what he's doing. Even without Caelan Ponga, I've got to be on Newcastle here. Uh, Titans for me. Dave for feeder back. He scored four tries last year against them. Okay. Um, both for more like what he's doing. Brimson's probably the best player in the backs on the field there. No confidence, but Knights are pat. Pong is a massive out, huge out. The try assist he's come up against with Canberra, Queensland in recent times, massive out. I've got to be the Titans. By the way, we've been having some success. It's been a tough year for us, really, but we've had some success with what you blokes call the Ric Flairs. Yes. Um, so, what's your one for this game? Have you got this game, John? I've got the first two games, yeah. So, Olam, anytime try scorer in the first game, and Fafita, anytime try scorer in this particular game. Okay. So, here you go. Uh, Bradman Best noted there at $2.60, not in the 17, yeah. but probably plays. I know it's not my pick here, but if you want a bit of Ric Flair from here, I'd, I'd be. I'd be circling the draw or something in this one. These are two teams that... Oh, jeez. Honestly, the two teams that I'm struggling to see where they're going to get points from. This could be a pretty dour affair. And whoever's know. winning is going to be going, oh! And, well, uh, well there's, not, there's not notable uh, field goal kickers. Well, I suppose, I suppose we've got the milf there. He's, he's kicked a few before, but... You're, hey, you're big... a step off saying uh, a nil all draw, Gary. <laughs> uh, match of the night. <clears throat> Pen, about one more time, Newcastle me, Gold Coast you, Newcastle. Newcastle. Right, Penrith and the Roosters, uh, the Panthers, uh, What? You, who would have thought we'd see a line like this? $1.15, In the last few years, to think the Roosters would be giving up with a full-strength team, or close to 15 and a half start against anybody. Penrith, 14-1 uh, and one is the best record since the 95 Manly Seagulls after 15 games. They beat the Roosters, if you remember, very comfortable. Oh, in fact, pretty competitive early, yeah, but they were never yeah. really troubled in terms of the result. Roosters gave as good as they got early, but 32-12 to 12 was the final score. Roosters, as you boys are intimating, they've got to get going. They've lost their last three. They've lost their last five against Penrith. Uh, Victor Radley is back, though. Joel, you kick us off here. Uh, Radley, no surprise to be back. Uh, I'm going Penrith. They beat them earlier in the year by 20 at the SCG. Last year at home by 26. So this is just a, a juggernaut that keeps on going. Unbelievable. You go to the Casualty Ward uh, tab on NRL.com for Penrith. There's nothing. Blank. Nothing to see yeah, here. The only team. It, it is incredible. The, the run that they've had 
with injuries and some might call it luck. You need a lot of luck on your side, but they're obviously doing something down there to condition their players because they just don't get injured. We've seen it probably threes in a row now. Their oh, injury geez. list has been yeah, outstanding. Yeah, yeah. It's going to happen that from Friday. That's, that's Three blokes are going to get hurt clip, on Friday. Can we you clip, wait and see. Clip that one up. Sorry, is there, is, Sorry is there a risk of a rest or no? I, I don't think so. With it being... I know it's a Friday night game, but the Origin on Sunday. I think it's enough, unless they unless no, unless they need unless they need one. I don't think they're doing it just for the so, sake of it. See, so, Yo, I could see resting. Actually, no, he didn't play 80 minutes either. No. See, Yo's an 80 minute player. He didn't play 80 minutes on Sunday. I know it's a different intensity. Same with Liam Martin, Appy Corusel. He'd definitely play if he's not injured because he only played what 32 minutes. Cleary, obviously, Luai. Um, and cry, yeah, cry. They might go in. They might all play. Yeah. I would think Joel. It'd be the the game after Origin three. They will all get rested. Possibly. Is there any concern for us that basically all bar Dylan Edwards featured in Rep Round? The emotion of Rep Round is is it a collective come down? Is that any sort of concern? I don't think no. so. I don't not for this all, unit. No. It's a fair question, but not for this unit. I got Penrith against the line. Gee, it's a lot of line though. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, so do I. And the big ones, Luke Keary. I think there's a lot more going on than probably we're being led to believe mm. with Luke Keary's situation. Mm. Which I hope not. I love him as a player, but with him out again due to that concussion concern, I don't think 15 hours. You just hate, don't you? Just hate giving that sort of start away to that back <coughs> five: Tedesco, Tupu, Marnus. Doesn't, oh, that's, that's, doesn't feel right. Nah. It? nah. But, uh, I've got on. the uh, flare bit and. Big rain expected in Sydney from Friday. So I've gone the alternative match points under 34 and a half. So $2.97 there. I just can't see the Roosters scoring more than 12 at, at best against this awesome Penrith defence. And, well, I, I think the Roosters have got enough pride to hold Penrith back for a little while here. So I just think there's value there, 34 and a half. I could see Penrith keeping them to nil, to be honest. Now nah, I'm reversing. Oh, look. Right. Yeah, I'm look giving Robinson one more go here for this team. He's well, a gun coach. He's your mate. The back five is, is elite, <laughs> um, and it's a big start. I'm on the Roosters. Okay. There you go. All right. Uh, we go to Saturday afternoon, and in Ormerod World, this is the match of the round. Canterbury versus Cronulla at... Now, why is this a com bank? Seriously. Saturday afternoon. I get the attraction of the Tigers on the Sunday afternoon. Saturday afternoon, you're trying to get... This is a Belmore game. Come on, Canterbury. Anyway, uh, the last two games, the Dogs 70 <clears> to 16, and they won against the Sharks last year. Quite famous. That was at Cogra. Uh, that was a big day for Trent Barrett. Sharks better record in daytime than nighttime, but they have not. They have not played a good game no. since probably the Warriors when they won 11 on 13. They just keep winning games. Like last week against or last game against the Gold Coast, that was a shocking game. They won, but. Um, uh, for feeder back for the Sharks. Two pretty full strength sides from what I see here. So uh, the line, point, eight and a half. Further your point, Dan, uh, their last six games have been against bottom eight teams. Mm. They've only won four of them, and their collective aggregate for and against is only 2.7 a game. So they're <coughs> scrapping by these teams. I'm going to be the Bulldogs. We don't need to ask this bloke. You just got to bark. <laughs> um, I'm actually really disappointed in the weather forecast because I, I had 13-plus circled as my Ric Flair bet. Canterbury? Yes, Canterbury. Oh, fair dinkum. You'll be um, no, You're worse than him in the Tigers. No, no, no. The, the, sharks are, <coughs> the Sharks are paddling big time. Now, the halves combo, Nico Hines at the start of the year was amazing. Everyone was declaring him for all sorts, and he's, he was thereabouts at origin level as well. But he's going no they good at all. Too. <coughs> uh, potentially, yeah. Mm. Um, the halves combo of him and Moylan has been found out a little bit the last probably month or so they've played. He's, he's um, kicking in general play. He's been alarmingly disappointing for a for your halfback. Um, and he's goal-kicking as well, really battling. So you've got a fair bit on your side. And the Bulldogs, they're playing... They've just, they've, they've just unshackled <laughs> themselves. Just go down to Shark Park one day. Just take the day off this. Oh, I brought up kicking, didn't I? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, just, just go down and help him. No comment. So, no, it's not really flair of the full Ricardo variety, but Bulldogs head-to-head is how I'm playing this. Weather might just keep it nice and close and that you're getting above three bucks at the moment. $3.10 for the Bulldogs. Yes, please. Okay. Uh, which way are you going, Joel? You're going Canterbury as well? Yeah. I hope I'm wrong on this. 
I'm going Cronulla, but with no confidence. I, in fact, I don't listen to anything I say about this game. Uh, we go to what I think is the match of the round. North Queensland, well, actually the next two, take your pick. North Queensland and Brisbane um, sold out for weeks at uh, QCB Stadium. $1.50, $2.60, line five and a half. Adam Reynolds is back. That's the big one. Um, Cowboys have won nine of their last ten. They've won their last four at home by 19-plus. And remember, they smashed Brisbane in round mm. three. A lot of tries off kicks, but they, have, they, they beat them off the park. That was a Sunday afternoon at Suncorp Stadium. I, Sean, it's five and a half is not enough for me. I think the Cowboys, even though I think they're a little kick happy mm. and I think they're going to be exposed once we get to the bigger games, I think they might have a bit much for a Brisbane side who I'd be surprised if Payne House played. Yeah, I found this game... You're not aware he's hurt? No, we spoke with Freddie uh, during the week uh, on SCN. He was saying that he's expecting him to play. Really? Yeah, yeah. But hang on, he was busted after the game. He he (laughs) is expecting him to play. Wow. Yeah, so I I I wouldn't necessarily rule him out. Okay, I'll take that on board. Very tricky. Ruben Cotterno is out for the Cowboys. Massive out. Um, found this game incredibly hard. I make it a little Lay closer. Lua is playing, by Luch, the, way. the big Luch is fronting up for the Cowboys on the bench, I believe. Um, it'd be good to see him actually try and play football for once now that he's at the place that he wants to be. Um, so it's not a. It, that's a good Bambi. Retro that's a, Bambi. That's a fact. That's what it is. <laughs> not a Bambi. Um, I've just got the the small concern is around the two players, the two key players, Adam Reynolds, Payne Haas, both carrying injuries. Reynolds just seems to get injured every game he plays and doesn't look 100. percent that just might be him. Um, just leading the way of the Cowboys, uh, the Broncos, sorry. I think it could be a pretty tight game. Old school derby. Very important game, this, because this yes, is the is. King of Queensland. The winner of this game just might go very deep in this competition. The loser might start to get the parachute out. So this is a very, very important game. You mentioned last time, 38 points to 12. Those two tries, and that was at Suncorp. Those two tries, both Herbie, who's not playing. Yes. It was a uh, penalty try. And it was the luckiest bounce you've ever seen that landed on his lap late in the game. Cowboys have to be on them. The, the form of the Cowboys is so much better. They beat Melbourne 36-6. They beat Parramatta 35-4. There's probably only three... No Jerome Hughes from Melbourne. Parramatta in Darwin. Get out. He's laying the, he's laying the Cowboys. <laughs> I, know, I, I understand. No, I'm but not, I'm saying, I... and, and Penrith, Sean, you were the one that said that was a great 22-0 loss. Remember, remember they lost to Penrith and you said, wow, they were gutsy. Wow. <laughs> Brisbane, who's Brisbane beaten? Let me go <clears throat> through the Canberra. Okay, that was a good win because they, their bench was empty. Gold Coast, Newcastle, uh, Manly Magic Round was a good win. They don't win. have to beat them, though. South, I understand that, but I'm saying uh, Cronulla, Canterbury and South haven't been flying. Canterbury and South again. The form of these two teams is not even close. I'm taking Cowboys and and I'm taking Murray Talungi for a double at $5.60. Cowboys left side with the gunslinger. The gunslinger just firing a couple of bullets to Talungi. Um, And uh, there's your markets there for two or more. So... um, yeah, Talangi, for those listening, 560. Hamiso Tabuifado, is he in the Billy picture? He's in the squad. Look, he's in the greater squad for Billy for game three. Is he? Does he make his way into the team? For who? For Talangi. Well, Gagai's missed 17 tackles. Yeah, but you watch. They won't, they won't dump Gagai. They won't. I totally agree. I you, know, you know what? There's Bambi. Hamstring injury. The week, if he's, if they're going to say we're not going to drop you, but mate, we're going to say you got a hamstring injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's right. He's too big a Queensland. He's almost legendary status. Anyway, South <clears throat> Parramatta, South seven wins, seven losses. Parramatta nine and five. Uh, again, Parramatta dollar fifty four. But I thought Sean would have been a little skinnier than this. The line is only four and a half. I gather there's two reasons it's not skinnier. It's because South have a wonderful head-to-head record against them and Latrell Mitchell back. Yeah, more to do with the the second point than the first one, I think. He's a... I mean, we're pretty obvious he's a big in but for the the changes that he makes to this South team he, like cannot be understated. Makes everyone better, in, including one very important player in the team, Cody Walker. He goes up a a notch, if not two or three notches, when the trail's there, that left edge becomes so much more potent, which is his baby. Um, and that's this is why I'm on South in this game, Latrell back. And I've still, I've even taxed him a little bit from probably not being 100%, mm. but I still make them a bet. 
If he is, he got a lot of upside there that he is airborne um, in his return. Um, the big question mark is the rebound of, of Lachlan Ilias. How does he come back from the, the hooking a couple of weeks ago now? Um, big test for him, only yeah. young. Good they had a week off. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it probably came yep. at the right time. Probably good. Um, it's probably out of a lot of people's memories. I've just brought it up again, though. Um, yeah. Well, you're a hateful member of the media. <laughs> I'm a bit of a Parramatta hater this year. That's what I am. Um, so I'm against them again. South for me. Ooh, uh, Joel, interesting comments from Jason Demetrio about Latrell. Not certain he'll get the 80 minutes. Now, if this game is tight, I cannot see him pulling Latrell Mitchell out of the game. But just take that into consideration. Why would you throw him on a plane, get all the way over there and bring him back at fullback? He has to play centre. I, I can't believe they haven't gone with Taff at fullback and Latrell at centre. To give, I'd do that for a month just to get him back. And he's a natural centre anyway. Uh, I can't believe they've done that. In saying that, uh, I'm with the Bunnies as well. Junior Paulo's a big chance of not playing. I'm, I'm very keen. And the record. So their last four games, South have won. Their lowest score, South versus Parramatta, is 38 points. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yes, <laughs> I'm rubber stamping that. Yeah, you meant the talk. Hey? You just meant I thought you were going to continue. No, no. I'm I thought you were going to continue. I didn't realise you... Jackson Paulo. Jackson Paulo, he's played them three times, has not You missed. gave me Wally eyes then. Yes, he has not missed. He had five tries in three games. That'll be my bet. But who's got the Ric Flair? Uh, I've got the Ricardo. Well, hang on. Can I'm I have a tip, please? Mode, then. Uh, you're right. Well, it's not the Quasi. Oh, you want to speak anymore. now? Okay. South... Don't you start. Don't you glom onto him. <laughs> glom. Uh, South versus the top eight, one and eight, one and five. Um, I'll say this though, Mitchell and Walker, when they're together, 25 wins, seven losses. So it's a very handy record there. You can use that. I will. Um, I will as well. Plagiarise. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, in saying all that, Parramatta easy. Parramatta easy for really? me. But I hope I'm wrong because I'm doing the game and I hope it's a thriller. Mm. Go on. Yeah, now I've got the Ric Flair in it, and I'm actually going against sort of my, what my bet is in this game, but it's all I could really find of a bit of value. Uh, that, the right edge of South is a, is a huge concern for me. And there's one bloke who can really <laughs> find a gap in it. It's Mike Aceva, and at about 8 bucks or $8.75, funky price, but whatever. Um, that's big enough for me to have a little throw at the stumps on, on Big Micah. Okay. I'll tell you what, Johnston's not bad value, Joel, in that you now you've got Luttrell enhancing that left-side attack. Mm. Pretty tight Take try score at 9.25. Uh, and also, Parramatta have scored the first try just four times all year and have not scored a first try for seven straight games. Oh, is that right? Great stat. Yeah, but that's going to end soon. Well, they're a gun team, so might, they might be chanting Micah's name at a core stadium. Uh, Sunday afternoon, Warriors, home. First time since August 30, 2019. And you couldn't have handpicked a better opponent to go home against because <laughs> you want to get a win. Warriors against the Tigers, $1.55, $2.45. Don't you dare tip the Tigers. No, no, Don't no, you no. dare oh. tip them. No, you couldn't have picked a better <laughs> opponent, but if this gets wrong... <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and it could very well get yeah. wrong. I mean, the Warriors are 4-11. and 11, Tigers are 3-11. and 11, So they're... they're Peas in a pod. Uh, James Roberts is in for the Tigers. And Stefano Utoikamanu as well. They've lost six of their last seven. Warriors have lost their last seven. They've conceded 22 in their last three. Uh, the only real form line, they beat the Tigers in round three in an absolutely appalling they game. They shouldn't have. Minus three and a half. How much is that crowd going to play into this game? It is a sellout, Sean, at Mount Smart. The, the, this will be the most Warriors ever <laughs> performance. The, 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 the most Warriors thing here is to lose. Yeah. <laughs> of all time. Of, oh, this could be of all time. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be, there'll never all be the a big, Warriors stuff. There'll never be a bigger crowd there. There'll never be a better atmosphere. They were walking down the streets. There were ceremonies to welcome oh. them back. There was all sorts of stuff going on. This is the exact game where they let you down and let you down big time. Having said that, <laughs> this is not a game for, for ratings and what you think about one team or the other. If you tip against West here, you're a miserable bastard. Right. Tip against the Warriors. Sorry, against, against, the, against the Warriors here. You have to be with them mm. on their homecoming. And I'm going to be with them in a big way uh, in this one. Wow, Ricardo okay. Flair, 19 plus, $5.00. You don't want to be on them head to head. You don't want to be, Bright be on them. Lights, big cities. You don't want to be back in minus three and a half at a dollar eighty or what it is. You need to go for a big number yeah. and a big price. Because if it does, if it does go for them, they could really have some fun. 
that's the angle there. Okay, five dollars ten. I like that. I like that very much. Uh, Joel, the case for the Tigers. No, no. Well, this, this is really hard. <laughs> My case is to never back the Tigers after last week. Oh, okay. And and I never take the Warriors when they're dollar. <laughs> so what does a man do here? Um, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't have to bet on every game. Yeah. Well, the, but the, we all yeah, will. I don't. We all know, will. Honestly, don't know. I'm with Sean. I think uh, Warriors. We'll get there. They have not won at home for two years and 11 months. And ironically, who scored a double and starred that day? Kenny Mamalo. Ah, okay. Yeah, Very so good. He returns oh, there, there as well. But look, good luck, punters. Uh, I'll go with the Warriors. Anyway, let's go to the last game. And this is a good game. Dragons versus Canberra. This, this is... A real top eight battle, this one. Seven and seven versus seven and eight. It's at Wynn Stadium, but the Raiders are the favourites. They've been in much better... F well, they've been in better form. I don't know about much better. The Dragons are coming off that win over South. Five of their last seven, the Raiders. Whiten is back. Don't mind him for uh, uh, any time try scorer. Um, great starters, as we know. Dragons have won their last five home games. They've quietly built a 7-7 seven and seven record, Joel Kane. I'll let you start yeah. off here. And the team looks pretty consistent with the one that smashed South. Just reminded of the fact Ben Hunt's in some decent doubt, isn't he? Mm. That's a big worry. I forgot all about that. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to tip the Dragons. They've played seven bottom eight teams. Six of those seven they've won, but they're all 1-12. to 12, So they just get in all these gritty fights. I'd be tipping the Dragons 1-12 to 12, um, as far as the Ric Flair is concerned uh, is why I'm doing that. Dragons, no confidence. Uh, here it is, 1-12 to 12 Dragons. $3.40, that's the sort of bet I think I'll be playing it. Yeah, I'm with the, the Dragons here as well. I don't like the, the chat around Bent Hunt. Obviously, that changes everything. Um, he's been in really good form. What What is alarming for me is Xavier Savage is named at fullback again for the Raiders. Now, no I'm, chance. I'm, no? No. Nah. Maybe. Why? Injury? No, no, no. Defences. No. Yeah. Defences. He's got a lot of work to do. Now, I'm, Charles well, will, well, yeah, there's a reason Nicole Klukstad's in the yeah. 17. Charles I was, I was critical of um, Sticky at the start of the year for holding him back for, for so long. Um Clearly, Ricky knows more than me because yeah. um, it's it sort of it come to fruition where he needs to to work on his game. Ball in hand, unbelievable. Did you see the Stixie Lee try? Uh, yes. Yeah, and it was just yeah, it was it was it was not good enough. Yeah. Um, being very critical, but that's just that's the way it is. So I sort of I, I prefer it if he is playing there. If he's not, I'm I'm still got to be with the Dragons. The hammer. Didn't we used to call you the hammer? Having strident uh, expert comments. He's always a target, isn't he? Hey, that's a good one. Um, St George Alora for me, but with no confidence. And again, I think I would rather put my tongue on a battery than bet on this game uh, in terms of head to head. This we, can, is, we can make that happen. We've got a few batteries a, here. This is a top up. This is a toss up. Although, Dragons, first try scorer, have conceded to a fullback or a 5'8 five times. That's you like these stats I'm bringing today? We need, I need a copy of that one. Five times. I don't, What's I don't, the sign, are they? Hey? What's the <laughs> sign, are they? So, Jackie Whiten. Jackie. Yeah. $13 any first time try, uh, first try scorer. I like any time try scorer at about $2.70. Oh, well, here we go. We've got to pump up someone's tyres. Let's look at how we went last week. <laughs> So the, these were the uh, origin best bets. Ganane, Holmes, man of the match. Never again while yeah, he's in the centres. It was a price centers. play. He went for the price. I understand. Yeah. But, but in the centres, please. We know He's not on origin centre. No. We didn't see him. Put him on the wing. Sean, uh, a touch unlucky. Tedesco, man mm. of the match. You picked the game right. You just picked the wrong star. Yeah, wouldn't say unlucky. Clearly, no, won. no, you weren't. He had one hell of a game. Yeah. But now I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to be accused of sounding like a broken record because I tipped him in game one, tipped him in game two. But I think I found a better bet. Wally Lewis medal, yeah. James Tedesco, totally six agree. bucks right now. Just had to refer to the voting system. He's got to be man of the match. Yeah, they do it. No, he, no, he, no, he doesn't. But, Okay, but you can't have, have you to. can't have a monster or Cleary getting it. That's the caveat. That's I'd, what I mean. At a stretch, I can make him almost the same price as New South Wales to win the game as him to win the Wally Really? Lewis. That's how I, I think six bucks is a great price. So get I on, agree. Get on now. Jeez, the way the voting system works, right. it's perfect. And well done to you, Matt Burton. Thank you. Almost first, bloody Felice Cafusi oh. never scores a try. Matt Burton was a mile forward. It was, it was too. Yeah. It was too. Well, that's right. I said, you know, 
Must have been too much money in the pot, because otherwise it would have been a justice refund. Might have went for anyway, a I'm just angry. He went for a Hail Mary with a WhatsApp message. Surely a justice yeah. refund. Mid-call. Yeah. Oh, it was crickets, wasn't it? Mid-call, of course it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll do that for, uh, you know, a lot of Vostok versus someone when there's $4 in the market. <laughs> but when there's a big pot, no, no, we'll just leave that go. But we'll pay Penrith to win the comp after <laughs> round 11. Uh, anyway, now that I've got that anger out of my system, let's look at this week's best bets. All right, I think we might have intimated a couple of these, but here we go, just to lock it down, and I think we might get a nice, juicy price. Joel Kane. Dragons won the 12, Dan. I am banking on Benny Hunt playing here. $3.40, the price. They've been sneaking home at home. What's All wrong with Hunt? 12. Uh, I don't know, Good but question. I know there was I don't know, but I've just heard the chat that he's, he's, in, he's in doubt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's me. Okay. Can Big game. I'd, it, I reckon if he's close <coughs> to being fit, they'll want to play him. Of course. This is a finals-defining game. But he's game. got a daily M. He can win two in his head, so he'll want to play. Don't mind that. Sean Ormerod's um, best bet, please. Suitable um, Sunday afternoon game for him. So he's going to get every chance to get through the weekend and play. Uh, no shocks here. Canberra Bulldogs plus eight and a half. Uh, I'll back him at the line, back him at the win. If it's sunny, when I wake up early on Saturday morning to, not do, my, be to do my gym session as I do. Um, Aren't the clothes getting a little tired? <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't the confidence returning? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be backing. Well, that's an industry pluses. top that is dead set a medium when he was wearing large not <laughs> yeah. that long ago. He's very proud. Stretched down he the should be. A previous uh, body. No, doggy, all jokes aside, dogs plus. Eight okay, and, and I said, I don't know how this is going to work. This is going to bump up the price significantly, but I'm happy for your Dragons to win 1-12 to 12, just as long as my man... Jack White scores at $2.70. So that's going to fatten. And that, that should blow the same game multi out. And yeah. So there you go. That, that Yet to go, three from three. Yeah, we're going to hit one of these. Been close. I'm starting to think we should have best bets like this because we are going to hit. So we mm. want to hit it at a price. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway. That's it. That was fun. That was enjoyable. We got the uh, the anger out. <coughs> Cathartic session. Some of us did. For, yeah. for us. Uh, and don't forget, yeah, when you're at the footy, beanie. please buy one. I know, listen, you probably already have one because you did this last year, but just buy another one. And yeah, the, actually, here's a Bambi. You can't be wearing last year. No, that's a terrific Go one. Go and buy a new one. I saw someone marching down the street with last year's one. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Go and buy a new Hang one. Hang on. I wore one. Uh, well, okay. So, as of this week, you cannot wear last year's. Because, I think, mate, I no, went, no, hang like, on, two weeks ago I wore no, one. That's fair. Soon as that's fair. As soon as this goes on sale. That's right. Which has probably been a month, maybe. Oh, no. Yeah, that, this no. is like the, this is worse than the player transfer deadline. No, no but people aren't that organised. I'm not aware. Some, a lot of people buy them this week. I'm not aware. Yeah, the promotion yeah. this week. Piss off, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Piss off, Sean, you <laughs> virtue signaller. That's it. We're done. And as Joel Kane always says... Uh, yeah, to the players, if you're going to miss any tackles, this is the week because $1,000 for every try goes to the Mark Hughes Foundation in round 16. But, of course, if you're having a bet, most importantly, Shawnee, short ball. Gamble responsibly.